Yo, yo, yo. Let's go. Let's go. It's the Great Debate Show with their host, myself, Jarvis Jeffries, along with Terrence Smith. What's good, people? Nick Ely. Yeah, yeah. What up, though? <laughs> yeah, a very, sorry. a very grouchy uh, Nick Ely, the Philadelphia Eagles, in case you didn't know, um, did not and are not Super Bowl champions. It's the Great Debate Show, available wherever you get your podcast. Follow, download, go ahead. You know you want to. It's available wherever you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, to iHeartRadio, to Google Podcasts, New Amazon, all of that good stuff, as I said before, wherever you get your podcast, Go ahead and hit that follow button so you can be notified when a new episode is up. And speaking of up, we're up right now as we are talking about Super Bowl 57, a recap of the Chiefs and Eagles. Where do you rank Super Bowl 57 of all time? The ratings, they just get better and better every year. It looks like it's a top two, top three Super Bowl. Rihanna, what did you think about her? Uh, and that halftime performance. And um, I would like to uh, talk about that little baby bump she had going on there also. Uh, what else we got here? Uh, the, N- <laughs> the NBA. Uh, we did an episode on last week, late last week, and somehow ap- I apologize. I lost it in the files. Uh Lost it in the shuffle somehow, somewhere, somehow, some way, and um, we apologize. So we will quickly run back with the Kevin Durant talk, the trade to the Phoenix Suns, Kyrie and the Mavs, LeBron breaking the record. Briefly, all of that, we'll go back over it again. It's the Great Debate Show. Guys, uh, well, T, uh, let me skip you for a minute not to be rude. But that's, Nick, that's, to- that's totally okay. <laughs> Nick, how you feeling, man? I am. I'm alright. Okay. We're gonna talk about the game shortly. Yeah. Or I guess if you want to talk about it now, I can. But uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm okay. All right. Well, that's good to know, man. You are here, and we appreciate that. I wondered will we even get you here on this show. I didn't know. It's good that you're here. And uh, hey, I always said, man. After we lost to you all. Uh, in bitter defeat, I said, hey, man, all right, you won. Kudos. Now go win the Super Bowl. Now, of course, you can't control them winning the Super Bowl. You weren't on that football field last night. I'm sure you wish you were. I'm sure you wish you had some type of um, light mic or some type of space jam, some type of I would need something powers. like Because if I was on that field as I am currently, uh, I would be of no help. <laughs> right, right, yeah. Whatever team I'm on, I am, I am helping the other team. Right, yeah. Well, speaking of helping the other team, uh, Nick, I got to ask you, how do you feel about the game? What happened and why didn't you lose? We're going to talk about the call. Was it the – Was it the? did it decide the game or not? Everybody has their own different opinion about that. But, you know, <laughs> when it's all said and done, um, man, that defense really disappeared in the second half. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles defense, I mean, that's supposed to be so good, so scary. Um, hey, man, I've said all season long I did not think the Eagles had beaten a powerhouse team. It almost kind of – and somebody said – I heard someone even say that the Philadelphia Eagles, as good as they as good as, as good as they looked, they were pretty much a team, a good team, that beat up on a Big 12 schedule until they finally ran into the, ran into the SEC in the Super Bowl. 
Um, now, I'm not going that far to say that's the case, but they didn't beat a lot of good teams. They got to see one today, and they hung, and they let 35, not 30, 38, 31 points that they allowed. Um, hey, so much to talk about. So, Nick, we'll start with you. The Chiefs are Super Bowl champions. Nick said the Eagles would win it all. Uh, so, I have to ask you, Nick, are we still saying that you have the best team on this podcast? Of course, I still had the best team on the podcast. I was the only one of us that had a game this weekend. Um, <sighs> past that, just, you know, looking at the, at the game as it was in and of itself. Um, first, I want to say, I, I thought Jalen Hurts played a phenomenal game. I thought he I thought he looked like, if I'm being, you know, it's going to sound by something for me, I, was, I thought he was really the best quarterback on the field yesterday. Um, you know, minus, minus the one big mistake, obviously, they cost us seven points. He was basically flawless. He made throws um, down the field. He made them to the sideline. He made them over the middle of the field. Uh, his accuracy was on point. He was running the ball the way they were accustomed to see him do. Uh, you know, he, he, as evidence as much in the, in the drive immediately following when he had the fumble on um, the cost of touchdown. You, I, I, I knew it watching the game. I said to my friend, I said, he's going to go through the sideline tell every one of them, that's on me. I owe y'all one. I got it. Don't worry about it. And he, and he basically took over the next drive and went down the field and, and was able to punch it in. Um, and there were three touchdowns on the ground, one through the air, 200, or two, 300 and some odd yards passing. Um, I thought he played a great game. Uh, I was disappointed in our defense. I thought we would have done a little bit better job um, overall. Um, you know, still ended up giving up 31 points, which is not a crazy, not a crazy thing to say, uh, you know, when playing a Patrick Mahomes led team. Uh, but I, I thought we would have been a little bit better, particularly against the run. Um, than what we were yesterday. Um, that's that. You know, uh, you know, the only thing I'll say about the call at this point uh, is that while as far as I know, it was the right call, and my only gripe with it right now is I'm wondering if the fact that Juju was behind the line of scrimmage factors into it at all. But past that, um, I felt it was a ticky-tack call, but by the rule, it was, a right, it was the right call. I just also felt like it was too ticky of a call for it to decide that game. That game was too good for that call to be what, you know, what I, I, say, I say ultimately decided. Obviously, we had our chances prior to the end where, you know, we should have, we could have not been in that position in the first place. But once you get to that spot and you got this type of game going, uh, I just feel like that, that type of call shouldn't be the one that, that ends up, ends up, you know, ultimately deciding the game. And the other thing I'm going to address real quick is what Jarvis said a little bit ago is, is it pertains to people who act as if we didn't play anybody all year and now we suddenly showed up against competition and there was a problem. Y'all acting like we got blown off the field. You, act, you know, those people are acting as if we, you know, like the Chiefs beat us by 30. They beat us by three with, you know, four seconds to go on the clock. I mean, it was, it was a hell of a game. If we played it ten times, we probably win at least four of them. Like, so, like, so let's not act like, you know, like they just walked, they just walked us off the field. Um... You know, we beat the teams that were on our schedule. Damn near all of them, with the exception of the of the commanders, and then obviously uh, the, the uh, Cowboys and whoever else was the Saints uh, on the back end of the season when Jalen was out. So I, I, I don't know what else you want, want me to say as far as they go. We beat who was on our schedule. We, we beat them in a lot of times in very convincing fashion. Uh, get better. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just start by first of all saying saying congrats to both teams. Uh, definitely congrats to the Chiefs on winning it. I still say that should have been Andy Reid's last game. You beat your last team in the Super Bowl. 
uh, kind of uh, uh, um, put it together. Both careers, uh, the Hall of Fame career you had with the Eagles, the Hall of Fame career you had with the Chiefs, and uh, you can end it on in a spectacular way. I think that should have been Andy Reid's last game. It doesn't appear to that it will be, but I think it should be. Uh, so congrats to them. And I also want to say congrats to the Eagles. I I really believe that they, and, and Nick reminded, the, reminded us of this often, but I do believe they were the best team all season. I, really do. I, don't, I don't think the Chiefs were as good as them. I just think that the Chiefs got the ball last. I mean, it, it was just that simple. Um, now, I, I know that there's going to be a lot of talk about the call, and I'll get to that in a second. But, uh, you know, hey, kudos to Jalen Hurts, who I don't want to say he was the best player on the field yesterday, but, you know, they the game plan they had, which was to keep Mahomes off the field, was working perfectly, right? Like, they were – the time of possession was 20, I think 20 minutes, like – like eight minutes in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, you know, kudos to those guys for that, man. They they were doing what they were supposed to do. But I think the biggest players in the game, really, because the Chiefs did just enough to stay close. But that fumble, unfortunately, the one bad play he made, yeah, uh, put them in a rough spot. But that fumble that was returned for six and that pump return, I know you guys don't want to hear the name Kadarius Tony, but uh, Kadarius Tony made one heck of a play. On. Getting that, uh, sorry, Listen, hey, throw something out this way because uh, you could have mm. caught the ball a couple times. You are still a receiver, sir. Yeah. But uh, that punt return was a huge momentum swing, and there was a huge turn. If, if if you are writing this out as a novel, the big turning point in the game is going to be that punt return, and nobody's really talking about it because. Everybody decided to talk about the uh, the, the holding call this morning. Uh, but that punt return really was the play that that really, you know, if you got the momentum ball mad, you know how that goes, it swung towards yeah. Kansas City at that point, and it really never went back. And uh, because at that point, Kansas City got a lead, and they're, you know, they're, they're playing their game at this point. Now, I will say, as far as a call, let me ask you guys, I'm going to ask you guys a question, then I'll tell you why I think that call did not decide the game. Why, after that call, was the game over? Because at that point, we can't stop the clock enough to keep them from running. Why can't you, no, thank you. No, why can't you stop the clock enough? <laughs> we only had two timeouts, I think, at that point. Why did you only have two timeouts? Mm. Why did we burn the one earlier? Because the, Eagles, because the Eagles had trouble getting lined up and had to burn a timeout to stop a delay of game. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. That ain't the ref's fault. That ain't Juju's fault. That ain't the fans' fault. It's not Kansas City's fault. There's strict no. Kansas City does nothing to stop the Eagles from lining up on time, and they did it two or three plays in a row. I thought they should have got a delay of game one play, and they didn't. And then the, the, the next play, they they did it again and got the delay of game. And Sirianni was uh kind of ticked off on the sideline, rightfully so. He was going off on one of his assistants for you know yeah, allowing that, it to happen. That would have been another timeout uh, that he would have had to burn, but he didn't. He chose to take the penalty. And, and, and you know that 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 is on them. That you know they didn't make many mistakes in the game. You know they did not make many many mistakes in the game. Unfortunately, it's just such a tight margin, uh, which two you know two powerhouse teams. The mistakes they made cost them. Yeah. Literally, the the two or three mistakes they made cost them. And uh, and even on the penalty, I mean, listen, he grabbed them. Could they have not called it? Absolutely, but they did. They did, you know. They there was one on on Kansas City's I think first series of the game 
first or second series where they grabbed uh, uh, not Kadarius Tony, but they may have been Tony, but I think it was bad at Scantling uh, on third down, and the refs didn't call it. It happens, you know. It happens. Uh, and but here's the worst part about all of this, and it didn't even come from an Eagles fan. Somebody tweeted <laughs> that the refs shouldn't have called that game because the 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 grab of the jersey did not affect the guy's route. Now I want you to tell me who this guy was. Probably was a DB. I'm sure. Oh no. Oh no, DB. It was LeBron James. Oh, I saw yeah. that. Now, this is the same dude that pitched a holy fit two weeks ago because Jason Tatum brushed up against his arm on a layup. His big strong self missed that layup is what happened. <laughs> and he had a fit over a no call. Now, what if what if they don't call that right there and something crazy happens? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thing. You know, so like you can't you can't have it both ways, man. They made the call, he grabbed his jersey. Uh, he even admitted to grabbing his jersey after the game. There it is. I just, I hate that it happened. I hate the jersey grab happened. You know, Mahomes probably still overthrows him. Uh, he was beat, but he probably still overthrows him on that, on, you know, on that, on that option route. Who knows? They, they, they had kind of the Eagles. I guess the Eagles were gets a little aggressive, uh, and 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 the Chiefs got them with a couple of option routes. Uh, of course, um, yeah, Kelsey hit one in the end zone. Kadarius Tony the touchdown. I'm sorry, y'all. The touchdown he caught uh, was on, on one out of a motion. Now, now that could have been an illegal motion too, but that's not that's not his neither here nor there. <laughs> uh, but uh, but yeah, so they were they like you said they play a lot of man and they you know they hey, those things work. They use a lot of motion uh, because of that, and you know they yeah, were, they were able to yeah. see when they were in the, in the man by running a lot of that. And, uh, and and probably the most one of the most brilliant plays, and I think it was after that punt return, I literally heard. Mahomes point and say cover zero <laughs> and got to his hot rod immediately, man, which is the running back and uh, who ran it in the end zone. And it's just brilliant football by both teams, man. It's just the Eagles mistakes cost them more than, than Kansas City's mistakes. And that was the difference in the game. Even the punt return was a mistake. They over pursued. And, and I looked and saw all the green jerseys on one side of the field. And I was like, Oh, this is not good. Mm-hmm. If Kadarius Tony yeah. had a little bit more speed, he definitely would have scored, but. Yeah, he had enough to make a big play out of it. Yeah, so, and a savvy play at that. So, just kudos to both teams. Great game, and I hate that people are this morning. You know, and and I gotta say, people, I mean us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we we wake up and and you know you hear. I don't think you hear about is Rihanna's belly and 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 the holding call, which there was so much more great stuff by black people there to unpack yesterday. But you know, we we chose to focus on the negatives this morning because this is what we like to do a lot. Yeah, yeah, and I don't think I don't think I said it, said it during my little spiel, but uh, definitely has to to the Chiefs. I, you know, with everything I said, I ain't taking nothing from them. I mean, you know, I said it going into the game that uh, you know you're dealing with Pat, man. You you're dealing with a, with a different monster over there. Um, it was so crazy during the game when uh, when Jalen had the fumble. You know, I, I knew you know just knowing kind of seeing the kind of character he has and the way he had character, so I said he's gonna make up for that. He's gonna make up for that fumble, and he you know and he went right down the field. Similarly, when Pat got hurt, when when he when he started with the ankle again, I got that's when I first got nervous because I was like, he, he's like, first of all, he's not coming out the game. I don't give a damn if if he can stand up, stand straight up, he's not coming out the game. So damn that. And I'm like, now he's going to go to halftime. They got 35 minutes to halftime this time, and to take whatever shots he needs to take and do whatever therapy they're going to do. He's coming back, and I was like, 
And when you're dealing with a guy that's on that level, sometimes injuries are almost almost help them focus more. Yeah. And when we came back out the second half, we, we saw a guy we were a little more familiar with um, because uh, the first half, you know, I think our defense did a pretty good job of kind of, kind of keeping him at bay. Uh, obviously, the offense helped out and keep him off the field in general. Um, but, uh, you know, just kind of keeping his yardage down and all of that. He still ended up with 182. Uh, but, you know, like I said, he, you know, he's, he's that guy, man. And then uh, I'm looking forward to seeing the rest of his career. You know, I'm, I'm a fan of him as well as Andy Reid, um, just not yesterday. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, it, it, how fitting, though, for Andy Reid to beat his former team in the Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, I kind of like T, man. Kind of agreeing with him more and more. It, it should have been maybe his last game. But then again, why retire when you're having so much fun and you're winning so much? Right, nah, man. I'm, I'm happy to see Andy. He's younger than I thought he was. He's only 64. I don't know why I thought he was like late, later 60s or maybe early uh, 70s. Yeah, 64. How old is he? 64. 64? Yeah. 64, yeah. Yeah, he, he's old enough to sit his ass down. Yeah, they, he, <laughs> technically he is. Um, I, hey, man. Yeah, that, he is, but... Two Super Bowls in four years and four seasons. Uh, that, I don't know. Is that That's not a, quite a dynasty yet, is it, guys? Two, two out of four. They need maybe three four. out of five if they can win next I mean, year. They, they, they won two out of four. They've been to what three out of four. That's true. Yeah, I I, I think in this and this not only the the uh, salary cap era, but the era of where of overpaid quarter. I don't say overpaid quarterbacks, but quarterbacks eating up sixty seven percent of your salary cap. This is probably as close as you're going to get to one. Probably so. Probably and, so. and, I, and I just gotta say this: in Kansas City, they are ahead of the curve because right now they, they have are. already have to they've had to trade off their receiver already. They'll get one a good one in the draft this year, I'm sure, some kind of way. Um, they've already paid is, Pat. Yeah, they've already paid Pat. The quarterback is set. They're like I said, they'll probably get another receiver. They've got their young running back. Clyde there was a Larry be somewhere else next year, I'm sure. Um, they are ahead of the curve. Now you're looking at. You know, of course, my Ravens, you see how they're struggling to pay Lamar. They're trying to pay Lamar and still have a team. And it's just, it's hard. It's really hard. Um, you know, you're looking at Cincinnati. Cincinnati's going to take a step back at some point because they're going to have to make a move on. They've got to pay Jamar Chase and uh, and um, Joe Burrow at some point. So, well, Higgins. Okay, so a, a quick note on that as well. Apparently, it was, I think it was, uh, it was either T or uh, Jamar. One of them was, uh, I think it was T Higgins. And he said something. He said something along the lines of, uh, you know, Joe is, uh, is already, you know, having the conversations about basically going the same route that Patrick Mahomes did, leaving some money on the table, instructing his deal in a way that they'll be able to keep his weapons around, so they'll be able yeah. to keep Jamar and, and potentially T Higgins as well. Uh, now T Higgins may want top flight receiver money, and that may present a problem. Um, but if he's if he's willing to accept, you know, bottom of the of top flight receiver money. You know, as, as really being the number two, then uh, I, don't, I, you know, I mean, I, I don't see anybody doing that, man. Because uh, with the way these contracts are now, you got to get, especially in the NFL, man, you got to get your money while you can get it. But I mean, I'm, I'm, I can't count that man's money. If he decides to do that, more power to him. Um, I'm just saying that because I would like to have him in Baltimore first and foremost. Yeah, but um, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but but no, know, it's just a lot of these teams. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, because I was going to feel about about the deal with Pat. The fact that they've already paid him means that as the salary cap continues to go up, now it's almost, it's almost like they, they're getting a discount. They got a discount. No, they got a bargain. Like, they got a yeah, they paid him early. $50 million is going to be the, the eighth highest paid quarter, tenth highest paid quarter. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. 
And uh, and now you're looking at like Herbert's got to get paid. They're already talking about having to cut <laughs> Keenan Allen and, and Everett. You know, and we all kind of bragged about the weapons that, that Herbert has had all year. Uh, and we saw how that team kind of rallied once Keenan Allen came back. And now they're about to just cut him. So a lot of these teams are going to struggle because they're going to have to pay their quarterbacks. But Kansas City has already done that. So don't be surprised if we're having this conversation next year and Kansas City has done it again. Yeah. I mean, like I said, maybe next year they're definitely a dynasty because that will be three out of five years as far as. Yeah, if they win one more, they're definitely a dynasty, for sure, yeah. without a doubt. I mean, so I would, I would, I think I would probably qualify them as one now. I would too. I was just about to say I, I would probably consider them one now, just because of the times are different. Um, it's going to be a, it's going to be more difficult to win those back to back, you know, especially a three peat. I mean, that's just, or even, I mean, or, even or even five championship games in a row. That's yeah. That's that's very much dynasty material. Who, who, who's the last team to do that? Did the Patriots do it in, in the two thousand? Of course. Of course they did. Did they go? Did they, they go to five they, in a row? They hosted five in a row. I'm sure they. Probably yeah, I don't think they. Yeah, I don't yeah. think they hosted five in a row. I think a lot of those think, years, uh, Indianapolis hosted. Yeah, okay. they said the Colts was hosting them. Okay. Because the Colts was going thirteen and three, fourteen and two every year. Yeah. yeah. Now, now I think there was a time where there were there were a few times where they would have to go to New England because you know they would have to go and play in the snow and you know yeah. how that worked out. <laughs> yeah, you were not beating old boys in the snow, man. They were so yeah, I wouldn't have No, I, man. Well, I wouldn't necessarily say that the Chiefs are a dynasty quite yet. Regarding, you know, not not regardless of you know the fact that we're in these times and things like that, you still have to do what other teams have done. If they can win next year, they definitely are. And I don't really care about if they hosted five in a row, but the Patriots at some point probably were in close to five straight championship games. But this is remarkable. I've said this before. What Patrick Mahomes has done, all five starting seasons of his career, he's been in an AFC championship game, and, yes, he has hosted all of them. Uh, But but to get two chips. Who else has done that? Probably no one. And, again, everybody's putting titles on him right now, but I think it's just still too early. Too young, because just because even though he has accomplished a hell of a lot already, uh, yes, if you compare his first six seasons to Brady's first six or Montana's first six, he, he's the mm-hmm. GOAT. But that's just the first six. Can he do this for another six? Can he do this? Look at what Brady did. Can he do it for another six after that? I mean, so 20 plus, 20 years, 20 plus years with Brady, uh, all of the years that Montana did it, you know, uh, Brady's the most accomplished Mahomes has got a long way to go to be the most accomplished. That's like five more, six more Super Bowls he would have to win, which is highly unlikely. However, like, we don't know. Like, Patrick Mahomes could look like Russell Wilson did this past season after Andy Reid retires, and his in his next six, seven years could be terrible. Now, I don't think that's going to be the case, but yeah, what I'm saying is – All I'm saying <laughs> – Right, but all I'm saying is we can't see the future, and so let's stop – you know, giving him a title yet when he still has a long career ahead of him to go. We, yeah. we well, here, here, here's the thing. Here's the thing, and this, and this, and this. You know, when we talk about titles, and I know the title of greatest QB of all time is what a lot of people are anointing him. I, 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 I love Pat Mahomes, but unfortunately, you know, we never, we never got to see um, uh, Mike versus LeBron, right? We never got to see Mike versus Kareem. We never got to see. Uh, we we didn't even get to see Kobe versus LeBron in the finals, but we did get to see Mahomes versus Brady in the finals. Now Brady didn't have a good game in those in that in that Super Bowl, 
Uh, but it's team one, unfortunately. And and if anybody, and I'm not saying this is, should be the deciding factor, but I'm saying that people could use it as, a, as an argument. Hey, you had Prime Mahomes versus Brady at the at the end of his career at 40, what three years old, out here pulling his Bernard Hopkins act, and Brady's team won. And it's going to be hard to argue against that. Yeah. So I would. I, I'm just. I'm not quick to. But Brady just retired a few weeks ago, man. I don't want to just automatically say, "Hey, Brady's no longer the greatest quarterback of all time." I think that. Um, I think that really, we have gotten too accustomed to try quickly try to annoy some annoy somebody. And I think that's what you were uh, alluding to, drivers. I I just I really want to uh, enjoy the guy without trying to put a title on his career. Uh, I think I do think he's held to a standard. He is this generation's best. Uh, you know, even with a Josh Allen and a Lamar and a Herbert and uh, Burrow and all those guys that are, you know, up and coming and, and great in their own right, he he is a class of them. But at the same time, let's let's not let's not be so quick to diminish the Braves and the Joe Montanas and you know all those guys of the world because uh, Mahomes has a long career to go. He's still a he's still a young player. Yes, this this the success that he's had early. He shouldn't be had 27 years old. He's still a young player. But there are young players that have had, and I'm not taking anything away from anyone, but there are young players that have had good starts, great starts to their career, and then it just all kind of def- deflated. So, uh, and but I'm that's not- the thing. That's the thing. Plenty of people have good and great starts. Kobe Bryant, after his first two years on the bench, had a great start to his career. He won three straight titles, right? Yeah. Nobody has had this start. This is – the pinnacle. Nobody has come out, out in their first five years of, of being being a starter, going to five Pro Bowls, two two times All Pro, two MVPs, and two Super Bowl MVPs, and, and been to three Super Bowls, and hosted all five AFC Championship games. Nobody that, that is it's outrageous. It don't even make sense to say it out loud. It's yeah, it wasn't. Five, if his next it, five years mirrors these these five years, he's already he's going to be already in all the all time. Like counting numbers, conversation. He'll be at sixty thousand plus yards. He'll be at four, four, five hundred touchdown, four hundred plus touchdown. Like it, it's not even gonna make sense. It's not even gonna make sense. And it's just like, we talking about ten years in as a starter at that point. So if he if he's gonna play anywhere near as long as Brady, he's not even halfway done at that point. Yeah, I, well, I, I, might, if he plays anywhere near as long as Brady, he might be looking at the first half of a hundred thousand yard quarterback. Yeah, and again, yeah. I, and again, I'll say this. I'm not taking anything away from Mahomes. What I'm saying is that everything that he's accomplished right now, if he retired right now, yes, he's still a Hall of Famer. I get it. Absolutely. All I'm saying is that he's still got 10 more years probably to play. And what if those 10 years are terrible? That's all I'm saying. It can, it, it can really tarnish the things that he's done so far right now at this young age, in this early stage of his career. That's all I'm saying. Let's just let his career finish out. No doubt about it, he's the best we've ever seen, it looks like, and he's the best to do it right now, currently. And he is baby goatish. I will say that. But, you know, that's still baby because he's got a, he's still got so much far to go in order to, you know, try to top Brady. But, again, Mahomes, ba- the baddest man alive. And, again, we – I'll tell you right now, if the next five look like these past five, oh, then the conversation is over. If the next five, yeah, better, I agree with. <sighs> no if, doubt if, about if, it. Who if, would argue if, with that? If Patrick Mahomes gets ten years in as, as a starter, and he's got four Super Bowls, four MVPs, four Super Bowl MVPs, and sixty thousand plus yards, I'm gonna damn what you tell me about Tom Brady. Patrick Mahomes is the greatest quarterback ever. He can go smoke cigars and do whatever he wants to do the rest of his life. I ain't never seen nothing like that. If that's what happens, 
I'm done with the conversation. It's Tom Brady has the shortest run as a GOAT of any sport ever. <laughs> again, again. I hear what you're saying, and I'm not arguing with any of that. All I'm saying is, again, let's let the man let's see the next five years. I, I, okay, why are we so quick? Why are we so quick to jump the gun and say what you just said about if he does, if he does? Let's watch. Let's just be quiet and just watch it and because, see what he does. Because our eyes work. Because our eyes work. My, 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 mine does too. But to say he's the greatest of all time right now, that's asinine. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying he is right now. But I'm saying the idea that he's essentially entering his prime at this point, and this is what he's already doing, but this don't make sense. It, it don't like you. It don't make sense. And so, like I said, if, we're, if, we're, if he does the same thing in the next five, he does in the past five. The conversation is over. I'm yeah. done with it. Right. That, look. Look. The only one might have the sort of actually was Kareem because he, he by the time he retired, he was already like, yeah, MJ though. Right. Anyway. Right. Yeah. And and again. I'll say it again. I think he's the best right now. He's the best to do it. It looks like he's going to be the greatest we've ever seen. But this does have to continue to go on in order for us to say that because he's got two Super Bowls, not seven. He's got two Super Bowl victories, not four. I mean, let's not forget, just a few weeks ago, we were on the verge of saying, what if Mahomes loses this Super Bowl? He's going to be probably more Peyton Manning than Tom Brady. We were just saying that. I didn't say that. Okay, okay, but please. If I can just go ahead and finish this Mahomes thing, because I want to get on. We got to get on. Now, you're good. I'm just saying, like, please. Mahomes is good. But, however, we were just – a lot of people were saying, hey, is Burrow maybe the better quarterback, just quarterback. And, I, again, everybody should apologize for even thinking it, including myself. However, we were, we were thinking it. And then he won the game, though. So that won or loss column for this Super Bowl was so important. Because it could have shifted like a seesaw so many different ways. So he's back on the up, though, because he won. Now, hey, he, he could be the greatest. But if he loses, damn, he's Peyton Manning. He's Jim Kelly. He's not winning enough Super Bowls. But I think Patrick Mahomes definitely let everybody know, including Nick Sirianni, with all this Michael Jordan talk, if anybody's Michael Jordan in this bitch, <laughs> it's me. And I think he did show that, no doubt about it. And 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 again, I'm, I'm, and no, you you can't. There's nothing to argue about, nothing to debate. All I'm saying is that all, all I'm saying is that at one point, at one point, and again, I know Aaron Rodgers did not do half of the things that Patrick Mahomes has done this early at that stage of his career. When Aaron Rodgers won his first Super Bowl in Green Bay, I was like, whoa, he got it this fast. I can see him definitely passing Brett Favre and a lot of other things at that stage of his career, a young Aaron Rodgers who had just beaten Pittsburgh in a Super Bowl. Now, as we look back and fast forward, he hadn't been back to that thing. He hadn't been back to that game, let alone win another one. And, again, he is one of the best and greatest. He is. He is. But he okay, is. Okay. But I, 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 just, I just thought he was going to surpass, you know, so many no, more things and exceed I, that, that's, that's actually a very good analogy. I really yeah, that, that's 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 the that. only point I'm trying to make is it looked like that 10, 12 years ago, but now look, and he's still stuck in the same spot. Does he have more numbers, a lot of accolades? Yes, I'm just saying. And I again, not comparing him to Mahomes. I I get it. I'm just saying, let's just watch and see how it goes. We don't know how his career is going to end. It looks like it's going to be a hell of a career. I'm just saying, we got to see it play through, though, first. That's all. There's a lot of players that we thought were going to be great. Look at, look at what they did at such a young age. And then, 
you know, here, uh, injury here, or this coach left, or that free agent didn't get signed, and then boom, it all blows up, and they don't become that. Uh, but but who knows? People thought Dan Marino, when he went to the first Super Bowl his rookie year, okay, he lost to Montana, but damn it, he's going to be in so many more Super Bowls. Look how good he is. And it was great. Never got to another damn Super Bowl again. So that's all I'm saying. Let's just watch this shit play out and see how it goes. He is definitely baby goat. And he is Michael Jordan of the game right now. I used to call him Pat Mahomes, but now he's winning chips. So, hell, um, I guess I could still call him Steph Curry. I mean, I used to call him Steph, but damn it. Anybody, wow. all this Michael Jordan talk, hey, if anybody's Mike, he's saying it's me, not Joe Burrow, not Josh Allen. And can we please stop talking about, I had to be realistic about the Mahomes thing, but I just want to say quickly, can we stop with the Josh Allen talk, with the Justin Herbert talk, with the Joe Burrow talk, until they can do what Patrick Mahomes is doing now, we got to just put that on the bo- on the, on the back burner for right now. Josh Allen, if you're listening, go get a chip. Until then, I don't des- I don't think your name deserves to be in the same conversation with Pat Mahomes. If they're it, first tier or not, I don't know what tier you want to put Mahomes on, but he's greater than yours. Burrow, you've gotten to a Super Bowl. Josh Allen hadn't even done that. So I still put Burrow above Josh Allen. However, I agree. Yeah, you still ain't won the big one yet, and this man has won it twice, and he's been there three times. So I had to be realistic, and then I had to also give the facts. Mahomes is that dude, ain't no doubt about it. You don't bet against him, as we used to say about Brady. You don't bet against this guy. The only time you bet against him is when he was playing Brady. That's the way it looks, okay? Um, but And I didn't really, I didn't really get to give my recap on the game, but I just want to say the call – the flag, the P.I., or whatever you want to call it on Bradbury, and Debo and Brandon Ayuk and the 49ers said that he was trash during the week. They've been in their, they feelings. They've been in their feelings all week. I, but I love it as a fan to see the players feel some type of way about not being in this Super Bowl. Uh, they said there were some holes in the Eagles' defense, and they said Mahomes and Andy Reid are going to expose it. They're going to find it. Uh, they said they would have found it, hell, if the, if the quarterback, if they could have kept their quarterback in the game, and I, I agree. Uh, but bad protection on Shanahan's part, as Terrence was saying, uh, after that NFC Championship game, that that's the play they got our quarterback out. You got to do better with that. You know who did better with that? The Kansas City Chiefs. Boy, did they block. Yeah, we, we didn't even, we didn't even know the Son Ritter was in the game. No, we did not know. Yeah. The Chiefs. We, we, we didn't touch him. No, no, did not. He was clean with a bat on one leg. He was clean uh, for most of the game. Had one of the biggest runs. As good as Jalen Hurts looked in that game, and I tell you, if the Eagles won, he was the MVP. No doubt about it. Absolutely. I, I want to say that that's probably the best game I've seen Jalen Hurts play all season, and he's been great all season. So that says a lot. Uh, but again, as Terrence was saying, Nick, as you said, the one mistake that he made was a huge one. And uh, yes, he did get the ball back, and he went right up the field and scored again. But you still gave up seven. That turned out to be a factor later on. As far as that flag goes, it was ticky-tacky, I'm not going to lie. And the ball wasn't catchable. So, yeah, it would have been nice if they didn't throw that flag. But they did, and it was the right call, though. He did grab him. Uh, you would like to not see that being called. But, hey, the refs have nothing to do with what part of the game it is. It, this is what I saw. It's a flag. I don't give a damn if it's three minutes left on the clock or three seconds. However, uh, look, guys, I've said this before, Nick, and uh, I, I appreciate you still keeping it real and not being biased and, you know, you, you calling it what it is. But this is the time where you should where you should have thought about me when I've said all the time that, hey, man, whatever, whatever the script is, when the fix is in, the fix is in. 
if it's meant for the Chiefs to win, they're going to win. And when they threw that flag, you should have knew then, okay, this is how they do us, huh? I told you they build you up to let you down. So I still was, even though I was wrong about the the, the Eagles not being one and done, I was wrong about the Eagles not making to the Super Bowl. They did all of that. But I still was right about one thing. They didn't win it. So it goes back to what I said. They still were the 2004 Eagles. McNabb and Terrell Owens looked great in that whole entire 2004 season, went to the Super Bowl, and they went in, They ran into Bill Belichick and Brady and lost. Same thing here. Jalen Hurts and A.J. Brown looked phenomenal in their first full season together, and they went all the way to the Super Bowl, ran into who? Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid, and they lost. Same old thing. And that's the reason why I was always mm-hmm. – it's actually funny you mentioned the 04 Eagles because I think we were the ones that, that came the closest to matching what Mahomes has done. We went to four straight NFC Championship games. I don't think we hosted all four of them. No, you didn't host all four because that first year you went to St. Louis to, to play the Rams in 01. Yeah. I, I, I remember that. But every, every, the other three after that, yeah, I think you were at the vet uh, or what, yeah. Lincoln Financial or whatever. Uh, so, so yeah, uh, I just wanted to just give my point on that. It was ticky-tacky. They didn't have to call it, but they did. And after what I saw two weeks ago, I got to be a little petty here. All the flags that I thought that they called for the 49ers in that game that worked in the Eagles' favor, karma's a bitch. That's what you get. Um, uh, just, 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 just had to throw that out there. I still don't think the Eagles are better than the 49ers. I'm going to stand on that. And we'll get our payback at some point here in 2022, I hope. 2023, I mean. And uh, we'll run it back. I doubt it. We'll run it back. Of course you do. Uh, but Y'all ain't know who playing quarterback. We, well, you know what? And with all of that being said, Nick, I can see us right back in that NFC Championship again next year. Can you say the same? And we don't even know who the hell yep. our quarterback is. Well, you can I say sure it. Can. You can say it, but it doesn't mean like you really be- believe it. And, well, I shouldn't why, say the why, word why believe. Why do you think I don't believe that? Well, I mean, look, man, look, you were a candle in the sun, probably. Are you going to be good and competitive? Yeah, probably. But are you going to be Super Bowl good? Who knows? You I, did don't, have I don't a- think we were a candle in the sun. I, th- I think Jalen's the real deal. He's going to get paid this offseason. We've already paid AJ. And that's we where. We got the free agent stuff to get figured out. And that's where and- it's going to go downhill right there when you pay him. I know you have to, but that's when everything goes downhill. Some That means somebody else is not going to get paid and somebody else can't stay and they're leaving in free agency. Uh, this was your he, shot he right remember, here. I thought office is good. Yeah, okay, it's really good. good. It, it's good. Actually, I think – didn't Howie win executive of the year? I believe he did. That's great, but he's not Super Bowl champion of the year. Uh, when you get he done – when you Yeah, when you get done, Nick, uh, look, I think that you might have – you may be right back next year. Then again, you might have just been lightning in a bottle. You played a uh, a very uh, kind of weak schedule. You got it uh, up there now. Now, what? Well, look, man, I'm giving you your props now. I'm not saying that you were not good. I'm saying that – and I've been saying this all season long. The Eagles ain't really beat anybody good. I've said that. Who else did play somebody good? I mean, look, the Kansas City Chiefs were in the Super Bowl, and they're the Super Bowl champions. True enough. So we, but okay, as, as, as good as Jalen Hurts was, let's not act like the Chiefs defense was top 10 or top even in the top half this season at all. All right? Yeah, do we need, do we, so we need to play the Chiefs, the Bills, the Bengals. The Cowboys. But instead, uh, I mean, I'm not saying you have to play them, but instead you played the Jaguars, the Titans, a weak AFC South. You played the uh, the NFC North, weak as hell, too, because Green Bay wasn't even good. The Minnesota Vikings went what, 13-4? and four? The Minnesota Vikings uh, did what in the postseason? Not a damn thing. Um, look, man, again, 
Uh, kudos to the Eagles on their season. Man, I'm giving you facts, though. You won the games, but I'm telling you who you beat, and it was really nobody. Uh, you would have lost to the Niners if you didn't knock the quarterback out, and kudos to him on that. But that same guy, he didn't even smell what what he didn't even smell the fragrance of Patrick Mahomes on Sunday night in the Super Bowl. So, all I'm saying yeah, is, yours. I, I, I said all season long, the 49ers' offensive line is terrible. It's Trent Williams and everybody else. And even with that yeah. being said, we still would have beat you all with Jimmy G if we had him active. And I found out, and I want to say this real quick before we move on. Kyle Shanahan is to blame for Jimmy Garoppolo not being active in that game because they got into it before the NFC Championship, and Shanahan just told him, all right, well, your ass won't play. And what happened when Brock Purdy got hurt, though? He, he was stuck with Josh Johnson, and that's why Jimmy Garoppolo had that big grin on his face when they showed him on the sideline. Like, you miss me now, don't you? Uh, so, again, that Shanahan's arrogance can get the best of him sometimes, but we would have beaten the Eagles, in my opinion, and it's just my opinion. I know that doesn't mean shit to a lot of people. But I think we would have beat the Niners even with Jimmy G. The Eagles, as I don't, I never thought they were as good as their record was. I'm just keeping it real. That's just me giving you my honest opinion. I don't think the Eagles will be back next year. I don't think I, – I, I think Nick Sarayani did a good job. I think the play calling was phenomenal. Shout out to the OC if he's getting a job. I knew, though, every time they were going to run the draw, every damn time. They just – kind of at one point struggled with it, but then in the second half, they started to make him roll out left, bounce him to his left, make him a little uncomfortable. Um, as good as he was, the way they play the game, they get they, – they don't put the ball in his, in his arms. They don't put the ball in his hands to make the big plays. They, make, they take the shots on the big plays early on downs. When it's third and four, fourth and three, they go with his legs, though. So I, and, and I'm not – trying to discredit him or nothing i'm just saying that it, it, it's it's a little bit of it's a little bit of finessing the system it's a little bit of uh let, let me stop because i don't want to sound like i'm discrediting the guy he played great when the lights were on he looked like he was ready to go i didn't see him look shook at all or rattled he, he just didn't he just couldn't get the ball back who knows what he would have done but the way that offense is played and the rpos and the running and the draws and the options and stuff it's just I see what they're doing. And it's a good game plan. It's good. I see what they're doing because he is the one person that can't be held accountable for the quarterback. You know, when they catch him in man or they, you know, they, they want to throw that drop. But I knew every time it was going to happen. They just didn't commit to spying on him enough or whatever. But the Chiefs did enough. And the Chiefs are the Chiefs. You can't count them out. And um, I didn't see that defense, though, as much as we heard about it. Yeah. Yes, the Chiefs can block. We know that. We knew that before the game. But, Nick, you still thought that you you didn't really think your Chiefs had a chance, to be honest with you. You thought the Eagles were going to win, and they didn't. So I just wanted to point oh, out. They had a chance. Okay. Oh, they okay. had a chance. They yeah, okay. yeah, I, 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 I wasn't going to do them like that. Okay. All right. Gotcha. All right. Well, look, so anyway, congratulations to both teams. But the Chiefs are the Super Bowl champions. And, no, you're right, Nick. The Eagles didn't get dragged. They did not. But they still lost the Super Bowl, and they did kind of get dragged in the second half. 24-11 was, uh, the, was, the, was the points. That's how the Chiefs outscored the Eagles in the second half. We're talking about a team that was up 10. I knew it wasn't over. Uh, my team, the 49ers, had Patrick Mahomes up 10 in the fourth quarter and still blew it. So when the Chiefs were down 10 at the half, I laughed at that. I knew it wasn't over. But I didn't know who was going to win technically, so I stayed away from the money line. 
And we almost still got us some got us some coins if it wasn't for that damn Kadarius Tony. Piss on you. <laughs> Again. We had it in the bag. All right, but ladies and gentlemen, we made an episode late last week, and it was good. We talked about the trades and everything, and somehow I lost the episode in the files. I apologize. It was good stuff. But we're just going to briefly run through it again, not as long as I would have liked because we just wasted 45 minutes just talking about that one game and, and, and Mahomes' legacy and whatnot, and that's fine. We got it out the way, though. But Kevin Durant is a Phoenix Sun. Kyrie Irving is a Dallas Maverick. Uh, the list goes on. John Wall is back in Houston. Uh, Paul George and Kawhi added Eric Gordon to the Clippers. Uh, Mo Bamba's going to go to the Lakers. There's just so many things that happened on that trade deadline. It was real litty. It was jumping. And I just want to uh, get your guy, get you guys' takes on those trades. At are the Phoenix, are the Phoenix Suns? Favorite to win the West now. They're still they're still behind the eight ball here now. But when KD gets back, when Booker gets back, how dangerous are the Phoenix Suns and anybody else that you like? Um, you know, out of these trades that actually has a shot. I mean, yeah, I, I think that out of just merely out of respect for uh, Kevin Durant and what he's done and in, in, in big moments and when he's done with with other great teammates. Last time we saw him on the team with other other great teammates, we know what happened. Uh, so they have to be the favorites. Now, now the things are a little different now. There's a lot of teams over there now. Um, you know, I would love to see a series with them in Dallas. And you know, and I and I, I hinted at this last week. Um, but you know, uh, Luca kind of punked them out last uh, last year. You, you want to try that again, Luca? Let's try it again. Mm-hmm. You know, you got hey, you can't you can't run on defense now. You got to hold somebody. At some point, some kind of a way, and uh, man, those guys have some serious firepower. And I think the difference between that Golden State team and this team is that they do have an inside presence with Aiden. Golden State never really cared about having an inside presence. It was, hey, we're gonna beat you from that. We're gonna beat you from the inside. We're gonna beat you from the outside. And if that doesn't work, hey, we've got the best ISO player in the game at that point for sure with Kevin Durant in the game for a while now. Uh, and man, they just played through him, and it just it it worked. So, I just I just think that Devin Booker is going to get some of the easiest shots he's ever gotten. Uh, he doesn't have to go out there and be light skinned Kobe anymore. He can just you know play his game, <laughs> which like maybe his game is light skinned Kobe. But um, but yeah, those, no, those guys really no. should be better than everybody. Yeah, I mean, I, I definitely got to take it that. I mean, you, know, you got an offense, an offense that starts with Chris Paul, Devin, Devin George, Devin George. Devin Booker and oh, Devin uh, George. Te- yeah, technical I, foul. Technical foul. Like, I don't know how I got Quite that. possibly one of the worst Lakers of all time, which <laughs> makes him a, makes him a favorite of mine. By the way, I, I, I ain't gonna do Devin like that because you got to remember Derek Fisher played for the Lakers. Um, and then you got, of course, you got Kevin Durant. This dude and Derek Fisher boy, he's still on. I, I, yeah, I, I'm not saying Derek Fisher man. <laughs> we um, see. Hope we never <laughs> won without him. That's fine, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> he, he could he could have won without him. They could have put anybody. They have been anybody else at point guard other than Derek Fisher and then Smush Parker. Uh, they wouldn't even try. But anyway, um, yeah, well, you got Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and uh, and uh, Kevin Durant on your off, and you know just start off on your offense. Uh, you got to be able to think that that's going you know that's going to put together and be able to put up enough points tonight to beat you know eighty percent of the teams you're gonna play anyway. So. Uh, that move was obviously the the biggest blockbuster. 
Um, when you also look at, of course, Kyrie going to Dallas, uh, that that'll be very interesting if we get that series uh, where you know you see if, if Luca's able to to uh, do do the Suns the way he did last year because uh, what Terrence said is accurate. He definitely definitely pumps him. Uh, it's going to be a much taller task with uh, with Kevin Durant on the other side. A much um, taller task. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's helpful for him that he's got uh, he's got Kyrie Irving there to help out with it as well. So um, I, I I would I would say, I would say early on I would anticipate one way or another at some point in the playoffs we'll get that series. I think the NBA uh, would like that. I think Jarvis would probably suggest that that they will make sure that we get that series. Um, <laughs> So those, those two are obviously definitely the, the biggest one. Uh, John Wall going back to Houston and then, of course, getting cut. Um, Jay Crowder also ended up in uh, in Milwaukee. Um, so that one will be interesting as they kind of both their rights to get ready uh, to go down the stretch. Uh, so I'm, I'm definitely looking forward to getting more diving into the NBA season now that, uh, now that football is over. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, pretty much just to piggyback off of you guys. I mean, look, K- KD in Phoenix, it sounds nasty. It could be dangerous. But once again, as I was saying with the Patrick Mahomes debate that we were just in, let's just see how it plays out. I'm not going to be the one to just get all crazy and, oh, they're going to win a championship. Same thing we thought Brooklyn would do or hope that they would do, and that all fell apart. Uh, you know, Dallas is good or exciting as they could be. We just don't know. What Kyrie will be feeling like one day from the next. Uh, again, I stand behind Kyrie on some of his some of the things that he's done and all of that. But again, uh, I digress. Just who knows? We got to see this this stuff play out. See these guys play. And 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 regardless of what happened with these trades, let's still put some respect on the Denver Nuggets name. They're number one in the West for a reason. Uh, they're looking better than anybody. Jokic is looking to have another MVP season. Does back have- to back to back. It looks like it very well could be. I mean, how can you argue with it? The, the dude already has like 20 triple-doubles this season, 20-plus, and it's not even close on how he's killing it. Um, I don't know. I don't know. Is he this good? Is it the system? Is it what? But Jamal Murray is definitely back. The Nuggets ain't playing. So we'll see before we just give the Suns the championship or whoever else. Let's see how this plays out. The Memphis Grizzlies, they still got something to say. I know they've been struggling a bit. But Steven Adams is out of the lineup, and uh, they ended up adding Luke Kennard. Uh, Danny Green is no longer there. He never really got to play with them this season. But uh, I was hoping they also were able to add Jay Crowder, but doesn't look like that's going to happen. He just kind of fits the Memphis Grizzlies uh, with, with their whole DNA and their identity and what they do. But Kennard uh, is good, you know, to come out the bench and, you know, get some threes. They definitely could use some more shooting. But – uh. Man, did Jock put his foot in his mouth talking about the West. They really have came with it now, and it just got tougher uh, for him and the Grizzlies. Uh, and as far as um, – who else is it? Who else is it? Uh, Eric Gordon, I think that is something that people may be sleeping on, being with mm-hmm. the Clippers. However, you just never can say, you know, how many more games Kawhi will have left in the tank this year, even though he's been out for most of the year. We still never know when he may shut it down. You know, a week before the postseason, uh, I tweet something, I got to have surgery. You just don't know what that dude either. He is one weird dude. And I really have tried to be by the side, but because of him, man, I'm I'm just all kind of crapped out at the crap table. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see how it goes. But the NBA definitely got interesting during the off week, off foot, no football week. They definitely made it and kept it interesting until we got to the Super Bowl. And uh, getting going back to the NFL real quick, though, I want to ask you, Al, before we go ahead and, and, and end this show, 
Uh, there are reports, excuse me, there are reports that uh, Derek Carr, quarterback of the Las Vegas Raiders, which will um, not be for long, uh, he's got some landing spots. There was supposed to be a trade that could have happened between the Saints. He's not going to take it. Uh, he's not waving his no-trade clause, so evidently he doesn't want to go to New Orleans. Or he's just basically saying, hey, look, guys, whoever, wherever I go, I want to make it easier on you to where all you have to do is pay me. You don't have to give up any draft capital. And I think that definitely does kind of raise the antennas for some teams that were thinking about kicking the tires on them. But, nah, I'll pass. He's not worth me giving up third round, second round pick or whatever it may be. Now all you have to do is just sign him if he becomes a free agent because it looks like he's about to get cut. As I think you guys were saying uh, in earlier episode, in previous episodes here. Uh, so now, what's Derek Carr's landing spots? If he's not going to get traded to New Orleans, which I didn't think would be a bad look, uh, but again, we don't know about Michael Thomas. We don't know what to say about him. And, you know, if football is even his top priority right now. But his landing spots are the Saints and the Jets. It's They're expected to be among the top suitors. But let's start with Nick. What do you see Derek Carr? And then Terrence, you can come in immediately Immediately after that. And if you all want, you can also go with some more hot names that the Jets are talking about. Aaron Rodgers, one. Jimmy Garoppolo, two. They're definitely hot on him. Uh, Tampa Bay is also hot on Jimmy Garoppolo. So if you could just break it down from Derek Carr and then maybe Garoppolo uh, and, uh, of course, Aaron Rodgers, wherever you see him going, because it's going to be a wild NFL offseason, and we're here for it. Uh, Nick? Yeah, Derek Carr did exactly what I expected him to do from the beginning. Like I said, it made no sense for him to allow himself to be traded to the team that ostensibly he's allowing them to lose assets in order to put him on their team when he could just join the team with those assets. So uh, I never expected him to get traded or to approve a trade. You know, I always thought he was just had you know reach his free agency and and sign outright with someone. Um, and so so that that doesn't shock me at all, and, and it doesn't. I, I don't think it precludes. New Orleans from from being in the conversation. Uh, I think he may he may have had a great visit with them and said, "Hey, okay, rather than you guys lose lose players, you know, lose assets to get me here, I can just sign here." Um, and so, uh, you know, I, I think that something like that could potentially be in the works for New Orleans, um, or he could, you know, look at his other free agent options. Like as you said, the Jets um, are looking. Of course, they've already inquired on Aaron Rodgers with the Packers, so I think that'll definitely be there. Obviously, that's their their first target. Um, and then if not, Derek Carr, you know, probably falls into the picture there. Um, Jimmy G will, will probably be the third domino to fall, so to speak. Um, you know, once uh, I think the other two, obviously, you know, most most teams around the league will value them a little higher than what they would Jimmy. And so uh, Jimmy will be the, be the third one to fall. Um, maybe he he does make potentially he does end up in Tampa Bay. Uh, maybe maybe Derek Carr is more intrigued with what Tampa Bay has than New Orleans. And decided to go there, um, and so that would potentially put Jimmy G in New Orleans. Um, but I would say those are probably the three spots that those three quarterbacks will occupy in some uh, in some fashion. Um, and I would think that Jimmy G and Derek Carr will be looking at the two uh, two NFC South teams there. Okay. Um, <laughs> so listen, I, I think that this is going to get a lot easier to see real soon. I say that because the, the rumor that I just heard was the Titans are actually going to jump in and, and, and take Derek Carr uh, once he becomes a free agent. I don't know how true that is, but I can I can see it. I think it makes a lot of sense. 
And I, and I do think that um, it's a pretty simple – if Aaron Rodgers is going to play next year, he's playing for the Jets. I don't see him playing for anybody else. I say that because I think the Jets are the only ones that are willing to trade what it will take to get him and be able to pay him. And then that that, that doesn't leave Garoppolo. There's, there's going to be more quarterbacks out there. But in the case of Garoppolo, uh, you're going to have a situation where he can go and 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 play with uh, with with – McDaniel's out in, in, in Las Vegas who, you know, kind of helped him get his start in the league. So, that, I think, right, I think so you, you could see Aaron Rodgers in, in Vegas? Oh, I absolutely could. You know, I said that, you know, a while ago that they, maybe they would replace um, uh, Derek Carr with with, with, with Rodgers uh, just for, the, if nothing else, for the sake of keeping Devontae Adams happy. Uh, but I, I maybe maybe that becomes a conflict where McDaniel's wants his old guy uh, and you know, in, in, I mean, if the organization wants wants Aaron Rodgers, ultimately you're going to have Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah. But no, I wouldn't be surprised at that. And I would, okay. I would actually like to see that because I kind of feel bad for Devontae Adams a little bit, man. He he was going yeah. to go play with his guy, and they they shipped him out of town. But you know, Devontae should have had enough sense to know that hey, this man's got a this forty million dollar clause in his contract, and he might not be here. Yeah, I, I I hope they both suffer because that's what they get for separating. They should have kept their asses together, point blank. Period. Aaron they should have found a way to keep Aaron, it together. Aaron Rodgers should have took a little less to make sure he was there. I didn't believe one bit of the. Oh, I didn't know he was leaving. That's why I signed. Man, shut up. He wanted the fifty plus, the fifty plus per. And I'm tired of talking about this Aaron Rodgers stuff. To be honest with you, like he's about I'm to go on his I'm dark. Tired of talking about him. Yeah, he's about to go on his dark retreat or whatever. Man, go do oh, you rug. Do what you do. And who cares when you make your mind up. Uh, but 50, 51%, 52% of me still says he'll be a Packer. But it looks like he very well could get traded. But if he does, who cares? Brett Favre did get traded to the to the Jets. Maybe Aaron Rodgers does too. If that's the case, I can see Jimmy G in Tampa Bay. And I can see Derek Carr. Um, I don't know where I can see Derek Carr. But I don't think he'll be a Titan. If the Titans do that, I don't think that would be wise. You you can stick with Tannehill for that last year of his contract if you're going to do that. Uh, when Tannehill is healthy, he's he's serviceable. Uh, I don't think Derek Carr is any more than serviceable either. I'm sorry. Uh, so, but whatever. Um, I'm not I'm not disagreeing. By the way, Derek Carr's gotten a huge pass his whole career. Yeah, and here's the main thing, and not not to not to take a crap, not, not to take a dump on Derek Carr, but it's just that, um, yes. He he will have more suitors by getting released more than more so than he would have if he if he had just gotten traded. I, I will say that. Do you, and do you think the Forty Nineers make a play at him? Man, you know what? I wouldn't be surprised if they did kick the tires, but I hope they don't. Would you be upset about it? Okay, yeah. That's uh, all I, I wonder. Would you be upset about it? I would be very upset. Um, I would. Why? Because I don't think Derek Carr is any better than Jimmy G. Damn near. I mean, maybe a little bit, but he's just serviceable. That's it. Is that I don't see what the hype. There is no hype around Derek Carr in my book. Uh, the, I, I'm, the Titans shouldn't even go for him, in my opinion. In my opinion, they shouldn't. But that's just desperate to me. If they do that, it's a desperate move, and it's not going to get any more free agents there. I don't think than it. M- maybe, but I don't see how that really makes De- DeAndre Hopkins say, "Hey, trade me to Nashville," or 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 anybody else that's looking to you know move on uh, to another team. There's a few other receivers maybe but i can't think of them right now i know hopkins would probably be one but he's not going to tennessee i doubt it but if he does would Derek carr help him get there would 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 he really make him say that i don't think so i think they would have to get an aaron Rodgers of some type and i don't think that's going to happen either i don't know what the hell Rodgers is going to do but he 
is the main one that will start this domino effect. Uh, they are all they are all start to fall once he decides where he's going, if he's going anywhere. Uh, but yeah, Jimmy G to Tampa Bay, I would say, or New Orleans, and I definitely um, uh, Aaron Rodgers could be in New York. I don't know. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett is there. They hired him. Got to think something about that. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the, the Jets are really high on Aaron Rodgers and uh, not so much Derek Carr at all. I'm hearing he's not even on their radar. It's Aaron Rodgers and Jimmy Garoppolo. And you know Jimmy Garoppolo would be if they can't get Rodgers. Uh, so that's the way I, I, I see it. Um, also, uh, when we're about to wrap this up, just to let everyone know, the Chiefs are favored to repeat the Super Bowl. Kansas City is installed as favorites to win Super Bowl 58 at plus 550, followed by the 49ers at plus 600, the Bills and the Eagles. Well, the Bills at plus 650. I don't know why they keep putting the Bills in this stuff. And the Eagles, <laughs> and the Eagles who were just in the Super Bowl at plus 800. So, hey, Nick, I call it what you want, but somebody else must think that the 49ers can still get back to the Super Bowl and we don't even know who the quarterback is going to be. There's only one team in the league that you could possibly fix your mouth to say that, and that's the reason why I've always thought we were still the best from top to bottom. And I know it's football, so you don't always win every game even when you're the best team. And in, in this case, that's what that was in the NFC Championship. Um, <laughs> but, again, great season for the Eagles. Did Whether they overachieved, overachieved or not, this was a great season for them. Jalen Hurts is that dude. He's not going anywhere. And with Sariani – they they really got some good football uh, ahead of them in their years. I would love to see Justin Fields get somebody like that. On the next episode, we're going to talk about the Chicago Bears and their number one pick in the draft. And I want to know if you guys think, are the Chicago Bears really sold on? And I hate to start it. I hate to start it up, but are they really sold on their quarterback, Justin Fields? Or are they looking to draft another one? Um I even heard somebody suggest that, and this is disrespectful, to be honest. But somebody on Twitter said that they could see the Bears drafting a quarterback and using Justin Fields as more of a wildcat guy and have him in a lot of those Philly specials and maybe even play some receiver. I mean, just like, like I don't know if they were trying to – like some Terrell Pryor type stuff, if anybody remembers him um, uh-huh. from, from a while back. It was just like, oh, wow, nobody sold on Justin Fields yet. I know they had a bad season, but that team is bad. Uh, But he did have a lot of plays, a lot of big plays. They were mostly with his legs, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, The offseason, who's going to have the best offseason? We got to do draft combines, scouting combines. I mean, we're going to talk about – and and do you agree with Damari Smith, uh, the NFL PA, who said that the combine is – it's not really used for what it should be used for. I think he said something about uh, it really has no meaning as far as they're not really evaluating talent or something like that. I don't know what he was getting at because I don't remember word for word what he said. But I, I think he said it's meant to is it, they use it to diminish draft stock as opposed to uh, actually evaluate players, and I agree with it. Okay, okay, that's what he's that's what he said, and and yeah, yeah I, and I know what I listen, it, yeah they shouldn't be in there asking players about personal things, you know. Oh, uh, they get very personal. They get a little too personal, and I just, I, I, I'm looking forward to a day when those executives gets knocked out cold for being disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Right. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, we will talk about that. We will – so much more to talk about. NBA, we'll get into how these teams will look uh, on their with, with their new players and the new lineups and, and whatnot. The NFL also say they may change head coaching hiring rules. The league is considering a rule that would prohibit teams from hiring head coaches until after the Super Bowl in 2024. Terrence, you agree with that, right? Yes. They probably Absolutely. will start doing that. And and that wow. way Huh? I'm curious honestly why. Well uh, I, I, because of, especially if teams in the playoffs, you shouldn't be interviewing their head coaches. That's right. D'Amico Ryan and, 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 had so many interviews yeah. while he was trying to prepare the 49ers defense mm-hmm. in the postseason. It was ridiculous. That you can, you can avoid all that. Yeah, I, I, I would I wouldn't make it mandatory that you even waited to start the interviewing process until after. Mm-hmm. And I know there's there's a title window because you have to get ready for the draft and for the combine and all that good stuff. But I'm sorry, hire, hire better coaches and you don't need to fire them. That's right. That's right. Real spit there. All right. Well, I'm just curious. I don't really feel one way a way about it one way or another. But I'm curious curious as to what the what yeah. I just, I, just, I just hate that you know. And I think D'Amico Ryan's was a perfect example. A, a dumpster fire like the Houston Texas organization is out here interviewing coaches that are you know still in the playoffs with Super Bowl aspirations, and um, and I just don't like it. Just wait till the season's over. Your team's going to stink anyway. Yeah. <laughs> here's, here, here's something else that's interesting, <laughs> and we're going to get out of here, I promise. Greg Olson is set to lose $7 million per year. Mm, I saw that. He did a pretty good job. <laughs> he did a pretty good job Sunday night in the Super Bowl, I thought. But uh, it says that Greg Olson's salary at Fox will drop from $10 million per to $3 million per once Tom Brady joins the booth, which is expected to start in 2024. Now, some are saying, why is Brady taking the year off to wait to go into the Fox thing? He's going to do his own thing uh. for that year. Well, and some people think that because he's going to play another damn year of football. Who knows? We're not speculating. You know, you didn't hear what, – what, what the girl from In Living Color, uh, Kim Wayans, whatever her name was, I ain't the one that gossiped you. You ain't heard that from me. Um, but that's that's kind of what it's – you know, what people are going to insinuate – or, you know, assume. So, anyway, uh, that's pretty much all I've got, ladies and gentlemen. Derek Carr, where is he going? These quarterbacks, finally this thing will unfold because the season's over. That means the drama is really just about to get started. Uh, they will have you reeling for the next six months until the season begins. Trust me. They always do. They always do. There's going to be some things that we don't see coming that will hit us, and we will be saying, hey, it's time to record, y'all. It, uh, it will happen. It will be so many things. DeAndre Hopkins will get traded at some point here. Aaron Rodgers may just get traded at some point here. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo and Derek Carr will be on new teams. Uh, And that's the reason why Cal Shanahan said so quickly. And he usually lies or beats around the bush with something before he gives you an answer if he gives you a straight answer. He was asked about Garoppolo after that NFC Championship game, and he said, nah, I don't see it. (laughs) Just like that, that quick. That was why. He was pissed at something, and Jimmy was pissed at him. It wasn't. It wasn't looking good. Now they've had their their moments with each other, but I know why Shanahan sometimes is like fed up to hear with him because he just can the 49ers have a. This is. I guess this will be the greatest debate of the show, for me anyway. Can the 49ers play a whole season, you know, with a with a healthy quarterback? You know, if if we could just do that, maybe we're playing Sunday night in that Super Bowl. Maybe we're the champions. But damn it, uh-huh. I'm, t- I'm tired of running out of court. What's that, Nick? Uh-huh, a whole lot of maybe. If wait, wait, wait. If, if, if you bust with nothing. 
Well, wait a minute, Nick. Did, 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 the, did the 49ers have a, a starting quarterback in the NFC Championship game? Like, they, they were down to how many quarterbacks now? How many? That sounds like, sound like a young problem. I mean, look, man, I'm just stating the facts. The 49ers didn't have a healthy quarterback all season long. We couldn't keep a healthy quarterback. That's, that's unfortunate, man. It, I hate it, it for you. Hire a better training staff. The fans would like. Well, we done that before, and that still ain't seeming to work, man. I don't know what the problem is. I don't know. I'm just saying that there's still only one damn team in the league that you could say they're going to be in the Super Bowl, or they're going to—they're definitely a contender, and you don't even know who the starting quarterback is going to be. That has to—that has to mean something. I just wish that somebody would stay healthy. We know Jimmy can't, so we hope he's not coming back. Purdy. He was on fire, but, hey, yeah, he got hurt. Devastating on how that happened. He's going to be out. I'm even hearing that he could be out through November, depending on what the doctor says, uh, after he has this surgery next week or this week. So, man, and is Trey even ready? Nick definitely doesn't seem to think so, and I don't know if the Niners think so. And if that's the case, then you just got to wonder, are they going to be on the phone privately, secretly calling Brady, begging him to come back one more time? I'm not, you know, I'm not going to speak on it until he unretires, but I just don't buy that he's done. Uh, we'll see. He, he definitely has already, uh, um, what did he do? What is it that you do when you retire? You, 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 you apply for something. Uh, I think whatever it was. Oh, yeah, he, yeah, he turned in his, his retirement papers, basically. Yeah, yeah, right, right. So, I mean, they, they say he done that to let it be known. Hey, let's cut all the rumors out. I'm done. We'll see. Oh, and one last thing, Sean Payton is recruiting Rob Gronkowski, and he did it also in a post on social media, but he tagged Rob he tagged Rob Gronkowski and Tom Brady in that post. I don't know what the hell that means, but just wanted to put that out there. Is he sold on Russell Wilson? Is he going to try to flip on Russell Wilson and get Brady in there? He definitely was trying to get with Brady in Miami. We know that last offseason. Yeah. I don't know. Something fishy. I, I smell a, a something just mm, who knows. But uh, yeah, he's well, good luck on getting off Russell's contract. That's yeah. well, that's true. And, but and, he and did no tag other team him. in the league. Is, no other team in the league will take that. So good luck on that. Oh, and uh, Terrence, before we get out of here, there are there are some reports that the Ravens may be listening to trade offers for Lamar Jackson. Um, I've said that it would come to this. Of course, I know you would like to think that they're going to pay him, but they haven't done it yet. Still hasn't been done. Like you said, you'll believe it when you see it. So I just want to ask you briefly, where is Lamar Jackson playing football in 2023? Baltimore. Okay. You said that with confidence. You said that with a lot of confidence. A lot of confidence. I disagree, but we'll see. Uh, Just pay the damn man then. If he's gonna be there, I'm not gonna say I disagree. I, I just, I, I'm not as confident as Terrence by a long shot. Yeah, yeah, he sounds pretty confident in it, and I'm wondering why because one, he hadn't been paid yet. I, I guess he's looking at the tag thing because he definitely could get tagged. But man, somebody's gonna offer. This is Lamar Jackson we're talking about. I don't know if they'll have to worry about tagging once somebody offers them, you know, a haul of draft picks. Uh, they, they could definitely get better with those picks, and um, you know. I don't even know if I would want Lamar to sign for three hundred million, you know, four hundred million, whatever the contract would be. When, if we're not going to be to put anything around him, I'm sick. I would be sick of watching Damn the Ravens it. just win like this. 
You know, just they Lamar. They haven't put anything around him anyway. Who is he throwing the ball to? That's what I'm saying. My point exactly. But if you pay him, so what, what he they, wants. What, what do they have to lose? Uh, no, I, what no, <laughs> what I, do they have to lose? I got you. I'm saying if I'm Lamar, I want the bag. But at the same time, I also want to win. And it's like, what are we doing here? And that would I would have to look into all of that before I sign the dotted line. Like, okay, maybe I don't need whatever $200 million or guaranteed or whatever the number is. But if I don't take it, this is what you need to go do right now. X, Y, Z. Go get them. If you don't, yeah. I'm not signing. I mean, there has to be some kind of – you got to grab them by the balls at some point here. When is it, The, the ball has to be in your court. Yeah, they got to put better guys around them. It's just that simple. Yeah. yeah. But if they pay on that yeah. money, they're going to say, hey. To me, it's, to me it's, more than, it's more than about money. They need to have a plan to put better guys around them and, uh, and set the team up to succeed. Right now they are set up for failure. But they're not going to do it if they pay them. If they pay them, it's not going to happen. They're just going to say, hey, what do you expect from us, Lamar? You just Aaron Rodgers asked. You know, well, I mean, they, they, can always go get, they can always go get a, a mediocre quarterback and try to look with that. You know, we 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 saw what happened with our old boy. They can go to forty dollars uh, route. They can go. They can try Hunter again. He can't even properly run a quarterback sneak. <laughs> they can go to forty dollars route. They can have a quote unquote best team in the league and just don't know what they're gonna do with quarterback. Run the ball. Play defense. Yeah, that works. It it work it works when it's working when he's healthy. It's just that that ain't not, that's not enough. It's just not enough. They're not the 49ers for one. So it's just and they're in the AFC. It's just not enough. They have to do more. And I don't know. But Lamar Jackson, I said that he should be a Cowboy a long time ago, early in the season, lad. Early in this season, like week one, after Dak got hurt, who was still holding the Cowboys back. Uh, I don't know. Something tells me he. Won't be a cowboy next year, regardless of what people say, regardless of what they're saying in Dallas. I don't know. You think they wouldn't jump at Lamar Jackson? Let's see, Dak or Lamar Jackson? Man, this is a tough decision. Man, please. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I, I just don't know. These are the reasons why. I don't know, man. Yes, he definitely could be a Raven, but man, I don't know. There's gonna be some teams that are Miami Dolphins. I don't give a damn what they say about Tua. Let the Ravens say we're taking calls. All right, Tua. Wish you the best of luck on your future endeavors, partner. Man, they don't have That's any draft picks to send though, Jarvis. The Dolphins don't. They traded them. They sent them all for uh <laughs> for Tyreek Hill. Ah, uh, well, maybe Tyreek Hill would be in that in that trade. Which package. is another which <laughs> is another reason why the the, uh, the Chiefs are going to be ridiculous in in the, in the very near future. Yeah. 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 All right, guys. So it's been a great show. Uh, very, very good. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, good stuff once again. Again, congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs. They are Super Bowl champions yet again. It's their second in four seasons. Uh, who's going to be the champions next year? Who's going to be the two teams in the Super Bowl? Are the Eagles going to represent the NFC again? Will it be someone else new? It always usually is. Who's going to be the team that goes from worst to first? I mean, and who's the Colts and the Cardinals head coach going to be? Like, they are taking so long on this process. It's crazy. Uh, and Cliff Kingsbury is actually getting um, some phone calls now and looking to probably be an OC in, I think, either Houston or somewhere else maybe. Uh, I don't know. Um, maybe desperate. D'Amico trying to fill up that coaching staff. I get it. And maybe Kingsbury should be an offensive coordinator. Maybe that's – Maybe he's the new Todd Haley in the league. It definitely didn't work at a head coach. 
but we'll see. Who knows? I just think he probably should go back to college. To be honest with you, I always said, what was the hype around this guy? He didn't even have a winning record in college. And now he's not a head coach in the NFL. Um, all right, that's it. That's it for me, guys. Anything that you all want to say before we get out of here? Hey, that's it on my end. Uh, great season. Uh, thankfully, all of our teams were, for the most part, competitive all year long. So that's hopefully true. we'll all have great years and, and better years next year. Maybe one of our teams will. You know what? We'll meet in the Super Bowl next year. My Ravens will be there. I'll let y'all figure out who the other team will be. Okay. Wow. Okay. Very confident today, I want to tell you. <laughs> hey, now is the best time to be confident. There's always true. next year. That is true. That is true. You, you know, you're starting to sound like a Cowboy fan with that, right? I was just about to no, say that. No, I was just about to no, say that. That sounds like a Cowboy fan to me. <laughs> let me tell you, there's a whole lot of Cowboys fans that's never seen their team win. They don't even believe they're going to win anymore. I, I believe if my guy's on the field, my guy doesn't hold the team back. He just has injuries. <laughs> and I also know a lot of Cowboy fans that have never seen them win and still think they're going to do it every day of year. <laughs> yeah, so no, no, no. Yeah. no. This, yeah, is be, this is me being optimistic. Like this isn't me being a... Yeah, this isn't me being an, an obnoxious fan. This is me being optimistic. So I got you. We'll be there next and year. And that's okay. I got you. I got you. Okay. Um, Nick, was there anything else for you? That's it, man. It was, it was a disappointing again to the season, but uh, hats off to the Chiefs, man. They they got it done. They got it done. Way to come in here today and take it on the chin, man. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, but again, uh, I'm not, I'm not the one on the show that mysteriously disappears when his team loses. Oh, shots, <laughs> shots <laughs> fired. Who was that, little Jimmy? <laughs> Oh, man. So, uh, yeah, that's it, guys. That's it. The Great Debate Show available wherever you get your podcast. If you hit the follow button, you will be notified every time a new episode is up. So go ahead and hit that for us. And uh, we appreciate you listening. Thank you all for listening all around. And uh, that's that's it. We'll be back. And uh, so much basketball and stuff to talk about. And, you know, we, we'll dive into some more offseason stuff in the NFL. And we can't wait to see where these quarterbacks go so we can debate these things and uh, – Good Patrick Mahomes debate, though. We got to dive back into that uh, a little bit more, and uh, we got to get some more of our favorite top five, top ten debates going. And um, it won't be Jordan and LeBron, no, I promise you that. But we got to get some more debates going on here. Uh, again, congratulations to LeBron for being the all-time scorer. We mentioned that on the last episode that I lost in the mix, uh, but just don't want to leave that out. Congrats. Uh, he did it. Some people think he's the greatest scorer of all time. Um you know I disagree with that, but yes, he he does have more points than anybody, no doubt about it. But uh, you know who I think that <laughs> that is, and I'm sure you know who Nick probably thinks his you know who who his take who his person would be, uh, who is no longer here with us. That's all I've got though. Um, Patrick Mahomes said I'm the Michael Jordan. Don't get it effed up. Congrats again to the Chiefs. Congrats again to the Eagles. It was a great season. Howie Roseman did do a hell of a job. Got to give him credit. He went all out. It just sometimes seemed like, damn, no matter what you do, if you still have to look in, if you still have to face that Andy Reid and that Patrick Mahomes, man, 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 it's time to it's time to start asking where do we rank Andy Reid in his legacy as a head coach also if he keeps doing this because as good as he was, as good as he's been, we can't act like he wasn't good in Philly either. It just didn't he just didn't get the chips. But when you put all of this together now and still counting, man, he's starting to he's starting to catch Bill Belichick. He won't get six, but
but he's still going to catch him as far as like maybe wins, seasons, uh, you know, postseason games and postseason appearances and championship, conference championship. I mean, I'm sure somewhere he's not far under that list of Belichick, especially if he keeps going because he's getting better and better and Belichick is starting to just kind of deflate more and more. Uh, we'll see. That's it. Great debate show. We're out. Y'all be safe out there, man. It's, it's, a, it's a cold, cold game out here. Uh, rip to everybody that's gone. We're losing more and more people from around our way, around our area. Uh -huh. I'm hearing all of this bad stuff that's going on, and I, I, I won't speak on it, but, man, um, our condolences to all of these people and the families and the loved ones. It's crazy out here, man. I just wish we all would stop being so damn emotional, and if we could just talk like grown men and stop thinking that it's some bitch-ass shit to not talk like adults and work this shit out. Um, we got to stop killing each other. Damn. But there's nobody out there rallying, rallying or protesting or boycotting any damn thing. And that's what I hate about us. I'm not going to lie. I love black kings and queens, but I can't stand niggas. And I'm, I said it is my podcast, niggas. I don't like them. And this is what I don't like on how nobody does a thing until this black person gets killed by a damn cop. Now we want to act a fool. But... There's a lot of stuff that's going on, man, T. You you know what I'm alluding to. There's a lot of things going mm. on. And can we get that same energy? It doesn't have to be a cop that did it, you know? Shh. And that's the reason why, you know, like, and, and, but we get offended when somebody says white lives matter too. Damn, they, it does. A lot, of li a lot of lives matter. But black mat matters only seem to matter when a white cop takes it away or a black cop, whatever. But if it ain't 12, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't got no ripple. I ain't doing nothing. No, yeah. You know, we, we, it happens every day. We do this to each other. Y'all, come on, y'all. We got to stop this violence, man. Seriously, man. We got to stop. Everybody, have a good one, and please be safe out there. Yeah, don't talk, guys. <laughs>